And there is a lot of people, especially there's people out there that help people publish books and say, listen, it doesn't matter if anyone reads it or not, just the fact that you have one and hand it. See, I don't subscribe to that notion, Steve. I think if you help your customers, clients, patients, whatever they are, students, members, whatever they are, well, then you want them to read your book. You're listening to direct response marketing expert, Mike Capuzzi. Today, we're talking about how you can dramatically improve your sales and get more clients or customers by offering them highly targeted, easy-to-read books that you can take from idea to publication in a matter of weeks. And you're about to hear why it's working so well today, because Mike is today's guest on Solopreneur Success. Welcome to the Solopreneur Success Podcast, where successful business owners gather to share true stories and sound advice to help you start and grow your own solopreneur business. Come soar with us and design the life you love. Now, here's your host, Steve Combs. Hello, solopreneurs. Marketers listening in to today's call may already recognize the name of today's guest, Mike Capuzzi, because he invented the world-famous collection of hand-drawn direct response doodles called copy doodles. But today I asked Mike to join us to talk about another way he's helping business owners stand out in the marketplace. He does this by helping them publish very short yet powerfully helpful books. And that's something I'm very interested in doing. So as I'm personally interested in this topic, I'm super excited to say welcome to the show, Mike. Hey, Steve, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, speak with you and your listeners. Yeah, awesome. So tell us in a few sentences, because you're like, a let's get to the point quickly, short <laughs> guy, right? So in like three sentences or less, tell me what you do. <laughs> How are you helping people? Yeah, so I help business owners help their customers, clients, students with uh, helpful information in the form of books. So I, don't know, I think that was two sentences, but essentially <laughs> we help traditional type business owners, people that have a bricks and mortar dentist office, uh, a chiropractor, or people who serve those types of business owners, software, CEOs, service providers, people who you know, a lot of times don't want to be worldwide famous gurus, but they, they want to differentiate themselves and their businesses. And one of the smartest ways, Steve's, is by publish, authoring and publishing a book. Now, we have a unique type of book we publish, which we'll talk about, but uh, really it's about capitalizing on the power of being a published author. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And uh, people have talked about using books as a business card for a long time. And I wonder how many people actually ever read them, but at the same time, they say, well, they don't really throw them away either because they have perceived value. What's your take on, on that whole idea? Is, is it becoming, let me ask you the tough questions kind of a baby, but is it becoming overdrawn? Is too many people publishing books these days? Is it still a powerful tool? Yeah. That's actually a very interesting question. It's probably the kind of question I would ask myself if I was interviewing myself because I wonder about those kind of details. So listen, first of all, there's billions of people on this earth. And yeah, I mean, the opportunity to publish a book, even though you're right, self-publishing, Amazon has really changed the publishing landscape. But without a doubt, Steve, there's so much opportunity and there's so many reasons why. But you know, yes, there's still opportunity. So thinking you're going to be, it's always like my one daughter, she's like, I don't want to work out that because I'm going to get muscles. That's <laughs> probably not going to happen. You got to lift really long and hard to get muscles. So for you to say, hey, there's probably too many books, it's not accurate. So now I want to address the other thing you said, which I think is interesting is, 
And there is a lot of people, especially there's people out there that help people publish books and say, listen, it doesn't matter if anyone reads it or not, just the fact that you have one in hand. See, I don't subscribe to that notion, Steve. I think if you help your customers, clients, patients, whatever they are, students, members, whatever they are, well, then you want them to read your book. Therefore, yeah. it's on you. The onus is on you, the author, to make it so that it is a readable book and that they can read it and that they want to read it and that they benefit from reading it. So I definitely don't subscribe to that notion. Oh, just it doesn't matter what's in it. No, it does matter, which is why we've come up with the formula and the recipe we use for our authors. I'm glad you said that because I, I figured that was the case. And it just occurred to me, like, if you're going to publish a book that you don't care if anybody actually reads, you might as well just put, you know, my wife's a graphic designer, Lauren Ipsum, the Latin text that nobody knows what it is, right? But it's just filled with gibberish. You might as well just put that in your book with the title on the front and the cover, because that's what you're basically doing is giving somebody a paperweight or a book's doorstop. But you want them to read your book because you are establishing credibility, but more so if they're actually getting something valuable from it. And that's why, you know, in the introduction, I said, you know, you are trying to help them write a book that actually makes a difference in the lives of those people reading it, the readers. That's who matters because those readers become customers if you serve them well. And this makes total sense. Then you mentioned you have a formula regarding how you go about that. I'm not sure if you're ready to share all that and break that leg open, but what's the path to getting down the road to writing a book? I mean, a lot of people say, I'd love to write a book. I'm one of them. I've started two books. I've not yet finished a book. Shame on me. How do you get to that point where you say, yes, I'm now a published author and this is the path? Let me take one step back for a second. And if I forget your question, make sure, you know, I'm getting to the point now, like, well, if I don't answer it right away, I'll forget it. Listen, first of all, there's all kinds of books, right? I love books. I'm a, I've been a reader since a young age. We are not talking about the kind of book that is meant to necessarily change the world. It's not meant to be a work of Shakespeare. It's not meant to be a war and peace. It's not meant to be a 300-page tome or deep dive into your, you know, what you do to help people. So I want to just kind of preface it, Steve, by saying, listen, we're talking about what we call short, helpful books, or I've actually branded them Shooks. So Shook stands for short, helpful books. And it's a type of book that, A, again, first and foremost, provides short, helpful information on a very specific topic. And that's key. We can talk more about that. But then, Steve, what so many book authors make, it's just a huge mistake, and many, many even smart marketers make this mistake, is that they do not connect their book to, to allow interested readers, okay, not every reader, but people who want more. Like they're reading your book and they're saying, wow, I want more from Steve. What do I do next? And most authors don't provide that pathway, right? They, you know, you're lucky if you can maybe Google and find their website. So our shooks provide helpful information first, but they also allow the reader, actually two types of readers, ones that are very interested and ones that are kind of interested, they provide two very specific pathways to enable the relationship to continue. So our shooks are sales tools. First, from the author standpoint, Steve, first and foremost, they are sales tools. From the reader standpoint, they're helpful information on a specific topic. But from the author, it's a sales tool. Therefore, if it's a sales tool, it has to be constructed a certain way. There's a certain sort of flow of content. And again, we're talking about a book, Steve, that can be read in about an hour or so. So we're talking anywhere from 10,000 to 15,000 words. I know you and I were talking about your, some of the thoughts you had on your book, and you're already at 18,000 words. But 
that's at the high end of the spectrum. I mean, this is meant to be, listen, read my book. The promise is, hey, Steve, go read, take an hour of your time, read my book tonight, and then let's see where it takes us. That's great. And for those listeners who were like, this makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because this is direct response principles in action. Yeah. Because you're not doing Brennison Avenue branding here. What we're talking about is something that's actionable, trackable. Say, hey, how'd you find me? Your book. Thank you. <laughs> you can come in. And I believe anytime you provide value to somebody that actually makes a difference, you are very close to creating a sale if you haven't already. So that's a great step along the way. So how much material, because you, you say it's helpful. How much actionable material do you tend to see in, in a shook? I'm just curious. Yeah. Are you an engineer, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just logical. I just think about these things. These be a computer programmer. So yeah, no way. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I have an engineering background, actually, from Penn State. So uh, again, I reverse engineered good business books and turned them into a, a shook because I just, you know, I'm so interested in that. But it's really about the way, when someone asks that kind of question, I say, well, listen, if you were to have an hour conversation with a prospect, on, again, specific topic, right? So if you do a lot of different things in your business or help people a lot of different ways, my suggestion, rather than the traditional route of having a 300-page book, which in this day and age, Steve, yeah, people might start it, but they'll never finish it. And I know I'm a big reader and I still don't finish a lot of books I start. Yeah, same here. Life gets in the way, right? But if it's a promise, hey, it's a short book, you can read it in an hour, then I'm more likely to you know, read it. But again, if you have a lot of topics or a wide topic, it's much better to break it up into multiple shooks. So for example, I have an elder law attorney client who's actually, I think she's up, she's on her fifth or sixth shook. So she helps one of parts of her practices, she helps clients with Alzheimer and dementia planning. So if someone gets one of those diseases, well, we could have done one long book, right? Instead, she was very smart and she broke it up into three shooks. So the first shook was, if you have Alzheimer's, here's the shook for you. You've just been diagnosed. Then the second shook was for the person caring for that person with Alzheimer's, so the caregiver. Then we realized that dementia is a, a form of Alzheimer's, or I think Alzheimer's is a form of dementia, but it's a different, people who have dementia think of it differently. So she created a third shook. So now she has got three that she can offer, which look, makes her look even like, more like a proficient expert, but she took what could have been a 300-page book and made three 100-page books. So yeah. it's really about like how much information can you convey in about a 30 to 60-minute conversation. But again, I think the real key, Steve, is focus. People want focus. They want simplicity. They want the solution to the one problem they have, or at least the big one problem they have. And that's what the purpose of a shook is. Yeah, I love that targeting aspect of the shook because it means that you are, you just said it, you're solving one problem, not trying to solve every problem in an entire genre. You're saying, this is what you need today. I have what you need today. Read this book. Yeah. You'll have the answer in an hour. Yeah. And that's really awesome. So have you ever had any feedback from readers and saying, okay, I've gotten the book and I've gotten a ton of value in a short period of time. Are you most talking to business owners? Are you hearing back from readers directly? I'm just curious what kind of feedback you get from the readers. Because it, it seems to me that I'm kind of playing up here because I Mike doesn't know this, but I actually have read a few Shooks <laughs> and from one of the, the mutual friends of ours. And I am really impressed by the amount of great material in that Shook. I'm just curious what kind of feedback you're getting from readers. Because you mentioned earlier about how you, know, you never finish a 300-page book, but I think a lot of people never even start a 300-page <laughs> book because it's more intimidating. 
So they're going to say, unless I really get like 10 people say, you've got to read this book, I'm probably not going to start it unless it's maybe in a, like, maybe for me, I'm a sci-fi reader. I read sci-fi for fun, but for business books, it, it better be good or before yeah. I jump into it. Yeah. So, uh, listen, I recently got a gift, you know, it's, we're still kind of close to the holidays. And uh, I recently got a gift of a business book that someone sent me. They thought I should see it. And I don't have it right here with me, Steve, but it, it's like a big business. I'm like, when the it didn't even make it to my read pile yet because it's like, <laughs> when the heck am I going to read that thing? And I paged through it and it was like real small. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, feedback, very interesting, Steve. So maybe, I don't know if you're referring to my own shooks, but I'll just use that for the or, first Or both, thing. yourself or customers. Yeah, I, and, and I like to do both because it's really, it's awesome to see when my clients are successful. I just worked with a, two lawyers that uh, wrote a shook on consumer products that cause an injury. So, you know, if, if you get a lawnmower that blows up or something like that, what do you do? And they just, eat, we just published a shook less about a month ago and they've already gotten two clients and a client for them to be worth tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're ecstatic. Another, I'm looking over here of our shook library, another a dentist who wrote a, a very specific shook called Snore No More. So he's a dentist and he knows that dental patients come in and they have snoring problems. So his book is, his shook's all about alternatives to CPAP machines. So he loves it because, by the way, this gentleman, a dentist in South Texas, he has his shook on highway billboards, Steve. He's got, <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. And I haven't heard back because he just did that. But he's telling me already the feedback has been great. But what's interesting is I love it when I know I help people. And my shooks are up on Amazon. And for the most part, and I don't know these people, but there's some amazing Amazon reviews on my various shooks. There's a couple jerky ones uh, that irks me, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> But um, the good ones will say, like, this really makes sense. This finally got my, me off my butt to write my book, et cetera, et cetera. So from a helpful standpoint, it's very cool, very rewarding. Literally just yesterday, Steve, last night, I was checking email last night before I went to bed, and I received an email from a professor in a university in Mexico, okay? My Spanish is really high school Spanish, right? But he wrote very good English, and he's asking me to be a part of a lecture to his business students in the spring about the power of being an author. And then he put, by the way, I am now writing my own show. Now, this is a professor from Mexico who reached out to me literally last night. I mean, that's the power of being a book author. I mean, it doesn't happen every day, but when it does happen, it's rewarding and you know, one thing we haven't talked about, which I'm happy to, is really, you kind of alluded to it earlier about, are there too many books? Well, there's still a lot of people that like to read. And readers tend to be a different type of person for the most part. And we could talk about the importance of that. But this is the value, Steve, of being a published author, even a self-published author. I mean, my company publishes books, but we're a boutique publisher. We're not talking New York Times. and that's what We're talking about, and oftentimes, for a lot of people, being what I call five-mile famous, or at least being famous into their own little niche. Yeah, I'm hearing you. And one thing I've really picked up on here today, which I think is really fascinating, is that a lot of your clients that you've mentioned, like dentists, lawyers, they're kind of geographically limited in space, I would think. So this is working for your local business, not just your big, you know, yeah. I can do virtual wherever in the world. Yeah. But if you have a mom and pop business, you're doing something locally, or you're a professional service provider that you to meet with clients in person, this works. That's an interesting idea because I know a lot of people think about books. Well, it's a global audience or at least a national audience. You're saying, well, I'm just working in my town. But this can work for you just in your town even if yeah, that's, that's what you're at. 
Yeah, it's, I call it being five mile famous, right? I mean, I would say two thirds of our authors that we publish for are only using their books in their local community. They're not even on Amazon. They don't need to be on Amazon. I just was talking to a real estate agent in Montana this morning. And I said, his name's Will. I said, Will, think how cool it's going to be to be able to say that I wrote the book on moving to Montana. No other real estate agent is able to say that. So that's, yeah, I mean, there's definite power for the local, what I call Main Street business owner, even though Main Street is sort of a more of an imaginary thing these days, but it really is about the local bricks and mortar. I come to your practice, I come to your studio, whatever. Those people really have a really unique opportunity, Steve to become an author and to help people. And I mentioned, if I, stop me if I go on here, but I wanted to say in this day and age, even Steve, when there's a ton of free information on the internet, when there's tons of YouTube videos, people still like books. People still respect people who write books, authors. It's different. They hire, you know, hold authors in higher esteem. In this day and age, that still is very real. And most book readers, especially for like a nonfiction business book, they're going to be, they tend, I cannot make a cross plot, you know, cross just a generic statement, but readers tend to be leaders. Readers tend to be more affluent. Readers tend to be more educated. Okay. Therefore, depending on what you do, they tend to attract a more ideal customer. And that's just the power of, again, being a, an author. That's pretty cool. I'm curious on the flip side of that, because you, you've mentioned about having the dentists and lawyers and such like that. What about the national scope? The mm-hmm. people who are saying, I want to be able to draw in people from around the world. Is there a different approach to marketing your shook or, or selling it or, or giving it away? Or how's that typically used anyways? Is it typically a gift type of book or is yeah. it a sell book or is it both? Good question. Good question. So yeah, we probably should, I should have addressed this up front. So ironically, Steve, most of our authors don't worry about making a dime with their books on the front end, right? It's all about the back end. It's all about the legal service or the, the dental treatment or whatever it is. So this is all about, I call it free book marketing. And I'm, I use the word free book kind of in quotes. Matter of fact, I just released this week, my latest shook called The Magic of Free Books. And it's all about, let's not worry about selling one or two copies of a book. How do we create a book that we're going to give away? Now, to answer your specific question, I'd say about a third of our authors are what we call global authors. So people like you and me that have a global audience. Yes, the strategy is a bit different. I'd actually say it tends to be more of an online strategy for the global author, whether it's social media advertising, having it up on Amazon, having various types of book funnels out there. All of those work for the global author. For the local author, the Main Street author, I actually, I love working with those people because they have such unique opportunities to get their book out there that even the global author doesn't have. So the local author really has some very powerful ways. I mean, imagine you know, someone coming in for a consultation for the first time, you hand them your book, or you going out, if it's a type of business where you go out to someone's place of business or home, and you hand them a copy of your book, or you're at an event and you're speaking and you hand them a copy of your book. I mean, the local face-to-face business owner has some really unique opportunities. But yeah, both types of authors can fully benefit from some smart marketing. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving the whole idea here because I'm thinking to myself here, you could have like a book page. Myself, personally, I have a membership site. You could give a book away when you join a higher level of membership as a gift or, or maybe everybody gets a free 
soft copy and a hard copy for those who join the paid. I'm just thinking ahead myself because I think this makes a lot of sense from so many aspects to promote what you can really do for someone. Mm-hmm. And it just makes clear sense for me. So let's say somebody comes to you, Mike, and they say, I would love to have a Shook. What are the, what's the process of working with you to make that happen? Because obviously you're serving as an advisory role and they have to do the work of writing, obviously. I mean, I don't think you're writing a book for them. So how does that work? That interaction with the folks who come to you say, I'd like help getting this book, like I told you right before this call, this interview. It's like, I've started two books. I've not yet published one. So and like I said, shame on me. But if I hired you today, Mike, how would you begin working with me to say, hey, I would love to help Steve or help the listener right now get their shook published. And what's that process look like? Yeah. How long does it usually take to get one written and out the door? Yep. So the very first step, Steve, is getting over the hurdle of, oh my gosh, I'm a busy person. I don't have time to write a book. I'm not a good enough writer. What, you know, I hear excuse after excuse. Okay. So you've got to remove that. If you're in business and you help people, you can be an author. You can be a shook author. So that's the first. The second thing is making the commitment to getting it done. And again, before I even answer your specific question, I say this because I see it over and over. You know, people will jump in, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a show, whatever. And then they start getting bogged down because they allow the focus to be on them. I'm busy, I'm this, I'm that. I'm... And it really should be, if I don't get my shirt done, I am not helping the person that needs help, right? So you've got to say, listen, it's not about me. It's about, I need to do this. I need to invest the time, energy, money, whatever, so I can help the, what we call our ideal target reader, whoever that is for you. Okay, so that's the first thing. You just—it's a mental commitment to saying, "I'm going to do this," and no matter what gets in the way, it's all about my potential readers. And if I don't get my shook out there, my readers are going to suffer. Okay, to answer your specific question, it takes anywhere from about six to eight to twelve weeks in our process. Steve, our world record is the elder law attorney I mentioned. She was actually speaking. Now she has another business. She has her local law practice, but she's also a world-renowned coach for other lawyers. So she was speaking at an event right before all the whole COVID thing hit late uh, last year or early last year. And she's like, Mike, I can't sell anything from the stage. What can we do? And I said, well, why don't we create a book just for the people in the audience? So she did a shook in 22 days from idea to printed book in 22 days. Uh, she had a team helping her, you know, some of her team, but uh, that's the world record so far is 22 days. Most authors of ours take anywhere from, like I said, about eight to 12 weeks. And, and then the unique thing, Steve, and you mentioned this, and I'm glad you did. I always say shooks are direct response books. Now, your listeners may or may not understand that, but it's a type of marketing that is very actionable and very accountable. I'm a direct response marketing guy. I've been, I started my business in 1998. I've been helping business owners and marketers with marketing since then. So the real key thing when you work with us is you work with me. So if you were to make that decision, Steve, what you and I are doing right now, that's what you and we do. You and I are masterminding and brainstorming. I'm giving you my 20 plus years of experience. And then we're creating the outline of the book, the ideas of the book, who we're going to write it for. And then, yes, once you have all that proper planning, which is critical, you do go write it. You go talk it out. We do offer ghostwriting services. I don't recommend that because I think stuff coming from your voice is always best. It's not that big of a deal. When you break it down into the chunks that we'll break it down in, it's very doable. And yeah, I mean, we offer A to Z services, everything from the planning to the design to the cover design to then helping you leverage it in your business. Yeah, and eight to 12 weeks, that's super reasonable. Think about it. That's nothing, really. I and mean, people spend years writing books and then 
right now we're we're talking early January, April you could be Absolutely. published. This is uh, really really nice Absolutely. to hear. Yep, without a doubt. And it's again, maybe uh, <laughs> <people laughs> contact you about that. Yeah, a lot of people are they just have. I mean, listen. Again, there are books out there that take years to write. There are books out there that take a long time that are very tedious. We're not talking about that here. Yeah, I think that makes it really approachable, too, because you are talking about a much lower word count. You can write a special report or two. It's not much longer to write a shook as far as the word count, but you're telling me. You know, I've written some long special reports because my, my background is also direct response copywriting. And that right there means you can get a lot knocked out in a very short period of time just by putting your pen to paper. Or you know, I know some people, and talking about plotting it out, and planning it out. I've heard book writers, there are plotters, there's book writers, there are panthers, but you know, see their pants. I think that maybe work a little bit better in fiction world than nonfiction. The nice thing about nonfiction, which is business books, is you're going to know what you're talking about in the topic and then outline it. You just like bang, 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 and knock it out. Shares of short articles almost, and they tie them together. That just makes sense mentally. Sometimes, like you said earlier, it's getting over that hurdle saying, yeah, stop making any excuses. Who are you serving? You know, I'm kicking myself in the pants here right now as I'm saying this, but yeah, who are you serving? Where's the focus at? Is it is it on you? I'm busy. Yeah, I'm super busy. Everybody's super busy. Right, exactly. But, <laughs> so get this type of thing done, and you're serving your audience better. So I, I love that perspective. It's very important. And I, I know, Mike, you you mentioned to me uh, that you have actually some gifts to help folks kind of connect with you and get a little bit closer to this place where they say, I am a published author, and I am helping my audience. I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah, well, thank you for that. So it's actually two shooks, Steve that I'd like to offer your listeners. And it's going to be free, absolutely free, because they are the digital versions. So that's how I can you know, make this offer. So there's two shooks. One, which, uh, interesting enough, Steve, I've never worried about being, quote, a bestseller author. It's never been, you know, and we're not talking New York Times or anything like that. We're talking Amazon here. But I wrote a book uh, last summer called The 100-Page Book. And I was very intentional with that shook because I wanted to see if I could make it a bestseller. And there's a lot of noise out there and sort of stuff out there about what it really means. But I will tell you, after looking at the experience of doing it, it was very interesting, very enlightening. And I'm happy to say, six months since publishing, the book is still a number. I didn't check it today, but as of yesterday, it was still a number one bestseller in multiple categories. We have literally, Steve, on this book I'm going to give to your listeners, sold thousands and thousands of copies, which I've never done before because I always sort of just threw it up on Amazon and whatever happened, happened. So it taught me that with a very specific strategy, you can really do some pretty cool things on Amazon. So that book is, that shook is called The 100-Page Book, go figure, and it is 100 pages, and it really outlines how to write a 100-page book, a shook, right? Literally, every step. So you could take that shook, Steve, and go write your own. And then I also realized that some folks wanted a little more condensed version, believe it or not, so I wrote The Shook Quick Start Guide. And that gives you, Steve, I told you I was an engineer by degree and did that for several years out of college. It literally gives you a set of building blocks to build your shook and it outlines it in the guide. So the 100-page book, digital version, and the shook quick start guide, you can get those if you go to Mike Capuzzi slash gifts. So M-I-K-E-C-A-P-U-Z-Z-I.com forward slash gifts. Awesome. And I'm also going to include the link right in the show notes. So if you're like driving, listening to this, you're going to just come to the website and grab the link or hit the show notes from, from your local provider. You're going to get that. That's awesome. Mike, thank you so much for that gift. I mean, that really is a gift because I, I have that book 
And I'm going to go through it a second time. So I actually read that already. And that was one of the books I have read. And it was really strong. Again, one of those things that I've said, I've not finished my own book because I didn't put action into that specific area of my business. Mm-hmm. And, and so I will say this, though, there is a lot of great, powerful information. So I asked, I asked Mike some tough questions today in this interview because I, I want to just draw it out of him, right, for you, the listener. But truth is, I've seen his work. I know he's a strong He's not just a proponent of doing this. He's actually making it happen right now, legitimately. And Mike has also graciously agreed to be a future trainer in our community. So listen for update on that, maybe even in the outro to this particular episode, I hope, because I, I would love to bring more of Mike's wisdom and knowledge to you. And if you're not a member of the community yet, just join us free over at solopreneurcoach.com and you'll find the membership uh, link right there. But Mike, thank you so much for joining us today. Anything you want to add before we wrap up today? Yeah, Steve, I I just want to encourage your listeners and I want to encourage you. I mean, chances are there is somebody and hopefully a lot of somebody's out there that you can help and that want to be helped by being able to night read your book, you're shook or at the beach on vacation or wherever it is. So think about that and make 2021 the year that you uh, finally commit to doing it. Thank you for listening to the Solopreneur Success Podcast. We hope you discovered valuable advice on how to start and grow your own successful solopreneur business. If you liked the podcast, you'll love the all-new Solopreneur Success Connections community at solopreneurcoach.com. Here you'll get exclusive access to our private, members-only community of business builders, free business building resources, and live online monthly training designed to accelerate your business success. Join us now at solopreneurcoach.com. Hey, solopreneurs. It's Steve Combs again. I hope you're subscribed to the Solopreneur Success Podcast and listen right away when these episodes are released, because I often have special surprises for listeners and members of my community at the end. And today is no different. This Monday, January 25th, Mike is joining me at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to present a full-hour training session on exactly how he's telling his personal clients to use this idea of writing short, helpful books to grow their businesses. If you'd like the link to join us for free, make sure you're a member of my Solopreneur Success Connections community. The link from Monday's training and every monthly training can be found on the upcoming training schedule page in our members area. If you haven't joined yet, you'll find the link to join Free for Life, along with all the show notes for this episode at solopreneurcoach.com forward slash 033. Again, that's solopreneurcoach.com forward slash 033. Hope to see you at Monday's live training session with Mike. Bye for now.